What's up, everybody? On this episode of the Boston Ski Party, we are joined in studio by Tom Rich during his stop in Boston with the TGR team to premiere their 2023 film, Legend Has It. Tom is an Austrian-born free skier who unexpectedly got the call to shoot with TGR last March. This was his first time shooting with TGR, and he took full advantage. He ended up playing a huge role in a banger heli-seeing segment in this year's film. We asked Tom what it was like to shoot with such a legendary brand, discuss his roots growing up next to Keysteinhorn in Austria, and some of the highlights and breaks he's gotten in his career to get where he is today. Now, before we dive in, we have a brand new limited time offer for listeners of this show. It's December. You guys need some new stuff. Snow is flying east. Snow is flying west. Let's buy some stuff. Go to theskimonster.com and use promo code BOSTONSKIPARTY for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theskimonster.com, promo code BOSTONSKIPARTY for 15% off. Now, enjoy the show. Holla. It is what it is, man. 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 It's cheap, too. <laughs> Duskymaster.com. Good to have you, dude. This We, we do pretty loose. We're just kind of like going to okay. hang out, chop it up. Appreciate you, you coming through. Is this your first time in Boston? Yes, first time in it Boston. It is. Oh, sweet, man. Yeah. What, what do you think of the city? Uh, I think it's great. Looks like a nice place to live in yeah. as well. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, so first first time in Boston. Yeah. Uh, did you guys do any tourist stuff or or just like all business? Um, pretty much all business because we only came into town yesterday afternoon. Okay. And we had a little walk. We were walking from the train station to get some ramen, and then from the ramen place to the hotel. And the hotel is right next to uh, Fenway. Okay. Where the screening. Well, was. that's all yeah. you need to see. Yeah. That's wrong. really the that's seen it all. That's wrong. You've seen There's it all. a big baseball guy. You yeah. had to have seen the greatest ballpark on earth. Yeah. So once you once you've seen that, you've you've indulged in the Boston it's all, culture. It's the oldest, it most. Well, I won't crush your your soul. It's it's a, it's a fun ballpark. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you what are you gonna do? Tear down? Yeah. Tear down. Tear it down. Yeah. And rebuild the house. It. The house that Mark Bellhorn built, dude. Yeah. Tear it down or rebuild it. <laughs> all right. You wouldn't do that? No. Are you kidding me? The history. They're, so what, do you, what, what, the, what would you do? Bambino's going to come back and curse us again. Babe Ruth cursed our team for 86 years. Oh, no. So, um, yeah, you probably probably didn't hear over in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Babe no, Ruth. It's one of the few baseball players that I. Okay, so uh, if you don't, if you know, being from Austria, as the legend goes, when the Red Sox traded Babe Ruth to the Yankees, uh-huh. he then said that the Boston Red Sox will never win a World Series title ever again. And that's called, it was the curse of the Bambino. And so for 86 years, the Red Sox never won a World Series. Oh, wow. Until 2004. And that's when the curse was broken. And Eric's crazy idea of tearing down the ballpark would just bring the curse back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know uh, if it's going to bring it back. No. I'm, I'm gonna, so the ballpark coming down is going to curse it? Dude, that uh, is, no. Tidy ball game won't be happy. So, I don't know. Let's move on. It's a cool ballpark. It's just it's by today's arenas. Mm-hmm. Uh, ballpark standards. It's obviously it's very old, so it's small. There's only like thirty six thousand people that can fit in there. Uh-huh. It's uh, a lot of the, w- the way the seats are. They're tight. They they don't like look at the field. Like they if the field's over here, like the seat <laughs> is this way. So you're kind of like doing that. You know, it's kinda, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird for a professional stadium. It's pretty bizarre. Are oh, you a bizarre. sports fan? Yeah. What do you? Uh, what's what's the um, main sport? 
over in uh the main Austria. sport in Austria would be ski racing, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They try to play some soccer as well. Yeah. And yeah, just no no baseball. No. We're really the only country that sits there boring ass nine inning baseball games. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty boring. I love it. <laughs> I'm I'm actually I'm a big football f- soccer fan myself. Uh-huh. I I've, I I watch a lot of European yeah. European football. Yeah. Uh I mean, I grew up playing it um i i just i just enjoy i enjoy the spectacle of european football in the sense of like what americans a lot of americans don't understand is how many games there are how many cups there are mm-hmm. how many teams there are yeah. like i think that's super fun i like the idea of promotion and relegation mm-hmm. i think that's awesome like you win you win you go to the, the next division you lose yeah. you go down to the other division mm-hmm. we're like here in america it's just like a billionaire's boys club for all the guys that own teams yeah. you lose you get the best draft <laughs> pick the next year it's like what the fuck is that yeah. <laughs> yeah. But soccer seems to be on the rise. It's on the, the rise. US. Now we have Definitely. Leo Messi. Leo yeah. Messi's at as in, Messi. Inter Miami. Yeah. So um it was actually it was funny because I was we were just talking about this a couple days ago with my buddy who um has season tickets to um the Patriots. So the New England Patriots is a football team and then yeah. the owners of the Patriots also own the New England Revolution, which is an MLS team, okay, uh-huh. a soccer team. So they're uh, they're putting it on next year for sale for the Miami game. Mm-hmm. So the, they play in the same stadium. It's about 67,000. It's huge, right? For the New England Patriots, they fill it every time. MLS, the revolution, only get about, they average about 29,000, which is which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But 29,000 people inside of a 67,000 person stadium feels like yeah. empty, right? It looks yeah. empty. So, <laughs> but what the, what the ownership is doing, which is pretty clever, being on the rise, if you want tickets to next year's Inter Miami game versus the Revs, you have to buy a five pack of Revs tickets. Oh. So you have to buy five games <laughs> in order to get your one ticket to go see Messi. That doesn't mean that people are gonna go though. They're so be like, well, they're still I have gonna five sell unused tickets, right? Now. But 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 they're still gonna. Yeah, like, uh, how crazy is that? You sell them. So if you have a season ticket and you want to see Messi for that game, uh, probably I'm talking about Patriots season ticket holders, you have to buy a five pack of Revs games. Wow. Yeah. That's that's awesome. That'll be good for I mean, I bet be that will help grow uh excitement around I mean, the revolution having, and kind of forcing it. But I mean the fact that they'll I mean, that guy, I mean, obviously he's one of the best ever, but the fact that he comes to a new country, you know, on a lower tier obviously uh of a league compared to Europe. Mm-hmm. But he gives, he's just filling out arenas at every city he goes. Like every single night. I mean, it, like it's so good for for soccer in America mm-hmm. leading up to the World Cup, which we're hosting. Oh yeah. So it's like just a wave of excitement for soccer, and mm-hmm. then the next World Cup is here, which is pretty rad. It's super sick. This yeah. is a soccer podcast. It's super by sick. The way. I would love. I would love to have a soccer podcast. I talk soccer all day. Um, so you're staying next to Fenway. That that's cool. Are you guys here? Um, for this, and are you boogieing on a on a to go to a different uh, city for the for the movie, or or are you sticking around here for another night? No. Um, that's that was the last stop for the oh, movie. Oh, last stop. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a first. No. Oh, last one. Got I it. think the other years they started. Um, in years past, it was the yeah. Fr- yeah okay. Right. Yeah, but then this year it's different. So this is the last stop on the tour, and we fly out the day after. No, tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. Yeah. so you have you have another night here. Um, we're not sure. Oh, because we, we have to fly out of New York. Oh, because it was um, I don't know the only flights that we could get. Got it. And yeah, so we have to go back there probably by train. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's the best. Train's the best way to yeah, do it. Yeah, train's the best. Take go walk to South Station and mm-hmm. then take that take that train. It's, it's kind of s- unbelievable how easy the train makes it to get to Super New York easy. City. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's really easy. It's uh, it, it's it's it feels pretty fast too, and they drop you right out in Penn Station, and you're like right in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. Have you? Did you walk around New York when you when you got here? Did you fly through? Because I'm assuming you flew through New York, right? Yes. Yeah. And we just went to a couple of those stores, just for shows. Walked around a lot. Yeah. It's a huge city, right? It's a huge city. Like, I, I lived here for, like, tw- almost 12, 13 years in Boston. Mm-hmm. And um, I, so it's a lot of time to live inside of, like, a city center. And, like, even when I go to New York City to visit, I'm like, oh, I don't live in a city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not it, even close. Boston is not a city. Yeah. Like, you, like, you walk around New York, you're like, like, we're in it now. Like, yeah. this is a fucking city, dude. Mm-hmm. This is wild. It's, it's overwhelming. Dude, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy how you realize how small Boston is when you go to other cities. 100%. But, um, 100%. Dude, I'm pretty, uh, what did you say? Seems quiet. More quiet. Boston's than Boston. definitely a little quiet. It's Relaxed. definitely like an early city. Mm-hmm. It doesn't doesn't really party that late or anything like that. Um, it's also really condensed. Sleepy. I mean, it's kind of there's some stretched parts to it, but the reality is, is like you know the 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 meat of like the tourism and like the meat of like where people really want to be is, mm-hmm. is not that it's not that vast. Mm-hmm. You know, you can walk from the north end all the way to Fenway, and mm-hmm. that would be a quote unquote long walk, and you could and it. You know, in New York City, that's like you're not even like going to different boroughs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like here, Fenway to to North Station is like that's the the capacity of like what a tourist would want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's there's that. And then what what's cool about about Boston prior? Well, well now it just looks that way. But like the the big central artery, like the Greenway, mm-hmm. if you guys have walked on that yet. So that used to be the highway. So it was it's called the big dig. So they basically put the highway underground and then they turned where the highway was, like where the main artery of the of the interstate was into like a park. So it's like super walkable. So you walk mm-hmm. where the old highway was, which makes the city feel really, really nice. Yeah. Uh what's the go to ski resort for people that live in Boston? Um, so your closest one, well, you have some places like really, really small, like Blue Hills, Neshoba. Uh-huh. Um, but people in Boston will Those oh, are in Massachusetts. Yeah. But yeah. most of the skiing around here, like the the um the most popular places are going to be in New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, mm-hmm. uh, like Stowe, Killington, New York, Stratton, Stratton, Stratton. Yep. But there are a couple small hills in Massachusetts, and mm-hmm. those are like those are kind of sick to go to, just because like it just shows a lot of passion for the sport yeah. that people are getting out there yeah. uh, on these little hills. But 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 you grew up from when, when Matt said you were going to be on the podcast. I you know I, I did like a couple Google searches, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit, like. So you grew up next to Keystone Horn, right? Yeah. So I I was fortunate enough to go there last year. Oh what? Yeah. No way. Yeah, dude, sick. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, last last June, because well, we we went out to uh, to Mittersill. Oh what? I was born in Mittersill. Awesome, dude. Yeah. So so we we went out to Mittersill last June, and we went to the 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 uh, uh, Nordica Blizz factory. Yeah. So we did like the whole factory tour. They gave us the whole show. It was mm-hmm. awesome. And then it was it was in June, so there was still some snow. So we we took a you know got a van yeah. and went over to Keystone Horn and went up to the top and That's skied sick. from like 8 a.m. to like noon. What? It was sick, man. It was super sick. Nice. It was really weird too because it was hot. Like mm-hmm. when we were booting up. I'm like, dude, there's no way. It was like it was already it was like early in the morning. It was already like 72 Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I'm like. There's not snow up there, and sure shit, man. Like you go high enough, yeah. And those those first like eight to ten was actually pretty rad, mm-hmm. and then like ten to like eleven thirty, it got pretty soupy. Mm-hmm. It got pretty soupy. Yeah, it's um, 
it, it was really cool. You, you know what's, what's funny about <laughs> when we first opened Ski Monster in 2014, we had like a ton of people because students from, from Boston. So we have like a ton of kids from like the Middle East and, and Asia. And people would come in and say, do you want to rent? I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. They would come in and say that they want to rent. And I'm like, okay, like skis. They're like, no, no, that we want to rent like jackets and, and helmets and goggles and pants. And at first I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? We don't rent clothing. And then at Keesenhorn, literally, I'm getting out of, I'm walking out of, and there's like a bunch of Saudi Arabians and they're all renting jackets like for the day. For sure. And I was like, oh yeah, I mean, this checks out. They come to Austria on, on holiday and they rent a jacket and pants. They go up like one time and then they just bring the clothing back and that's it. Kind of makes sense. It does. Yeah. yeah. But here you'd never, th- I'm like, why would you rent a jacket? Like mm-hmm. that's so silly, you know? And then seeing it there, you're like, wow, it's pretty red. So what was that like growing up there, man? That must have been pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a really nice place, and I feel super lucky that I got to grow up right there. And because you're in the middle of mountains, there's so many lifts and resorts around, and skiing is just such a normal thing to do, you know. So, yeah, yeah, super fortunate of that. And, yeah, can't wait to go back home and see um, what it's like. Because it's supposed to be snowing right now. Oh, nice. So, yeah. You'll be able to ski this time of year? Yeah. Yeah. I've had a couple of days in. Nice. And the, how, uh, how long have you been uh, on the road? Um, on this trip? Yeah. Only for six days. Okay. That's not too, too bad. Yeah. Yeah, sounds pretty action-packed, though. You were uh, yeah. bouncing around out in Jackson. Um. um when I went to Jackson, that was earlier. Oh, last trip? Yeah. The okay, last so trip this is just kind of East Coast. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Sorry, I was confused. But I did the Jackson one and then Salt Lake and then Dillon. Got to spend a couple weeks in the U.S., which was really nice. Nice. And, yeah. So you did one it. one trip out West, one trip on the East. Yeah. Nice. Go back to Europe in between. Yeah. Sick, man. Yeah, dude. That, I'm just, I'm just like... Thinking about that trip last year because it, it was it was so it was so sweet and bounced back and forth. Another really, how many people ride bikes everywhere like in in Middersill and like that area like yeah up and down like all the e bike yeah. like culture is yeah. kind of wild. Yeah, it's wild, and we also have bike paths everywhere. So anywhere yeah. you want to go, you can go by bike, which is really nice. We um we rented e bikes from our hotel that we were staying at. Um, it's called I think it's called like the Sport House. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? What hotel I'm talking about? Maybe. I got to look it up. I, 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 I got it. It's, it's, it's right in middle. It's like right next to the, um, uh, the, the, the factory. Uh-huh. Um, I, this is going to drive me crazy. I need to, I need to know. Sport hotel. Uh, sport hotel. Sport hotel. Yeah. 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 Um, like. Sport hotel. Kobe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Place is sick. Yeah. There's like a huge pool, indoor pool inside yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Place yeah, is they awesome. got the gym and everything. Yeah, yeah. So we rent we rented that's... e-bikes from uh from there and like did like a, a little like jaunt around. And what was like insane to me <clears throat> from being from the US is like you enter in, I, I'm gonna mess up the names of course, but it's it's basically like a national park or whatever, right? You're mm-hmm. dri- you're driving through this gorgeous picturesque like park. You know, dirt road on an e-bike. There's people's homes. You know, there's waterfalls. Yeah. Like it looks like you're literally in a, in a movie. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, if this was America, like there would be like a line of RVs, like an hour deep, just to get into this yeah. place. You know, like, yeah. you, like you couldn't even move if this was the United States. And here I here you are, like on an e-bike, 
in the middle of the Alps, just like looking around, like, uh, like I'm supposed, I'm allowed to just be out here pedaling around. There's just no, there's no humans anywhere. Yeah. It, that was, that was pretty rad. Like, the, mm-hmm. and then you can stop and like have a beer at like any random place. Mm-hmm. They, of course they serve beer at a random place on the side of a, of a, of a bike path. It's so Dude. strange. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to say I was blown away, uh, when I was in the U S uh, by, uh, the places you could go with your car. Yeah. Cause, um, me and my teammate Colter were going in his Bronco. We were driving up mountains that I would have never thought that you could do that. You know, you yeah. go up to, I don't know, 4,000 meters almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, 4,000 meters. And you'd never be allowed to do anything like that in Europe no. or where I live because it's just so much smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And the United States is just like a big car. Obviously, it's just a big car country. Yeah. Every Everybody has a car. Everybody, most, a lot of people have two cars. Yeah. It's crazy. And so, like, th- Ideally, you'd want any th- everything that you do to be accessible by your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, the um, yeah, I don't. You probably haven't been here long enough to see a I this car climb Mount Washington sticker, but uh, people like a bummer sticker. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So the Mount Washington is the highest point on the East Coast, mm-hmm. um, and so you can literally you can drive up to the top. And it's like a road. I mean, it's not like it's not no accomplishment. You just have to go and drive up it. They have these goofy ass bumper stickers that say "This car climbed Mount, Mount Washington." Washington. <laughs> and they're way too popular. <laughs> and you're like, it, it looks like wow, like it's like oh, you drove up a road, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's on the east, so it's not like four thousand meters mm-hmm. or whatever you were just talking about. It's it, like it's still a good sized mountain, but like it's funny because forever, you know, yeah, as a little kid, I, you know, seeing those stickers, being like, oh man, like. Holy that shit. That guy's a badass. Wow. You know? And then as you get older and you realize what that means, you're like, you just drive to the top and buy a bumper sticker and drive back down. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So growing up in in obviously one of the coolest places to grow up for, for skiing. I um, think that's the coolest place you it's can grow up be. for skiing. Absolutely. I mean, because what, what's the population of Austria? Like 8 million, 9 8 million? 8 million, I think, or so, 9. Yeah, and, and, and isn't some crazy t- statistic that like 70% or 80% of the people are skiers? Um, Something maybe. like that? Yeah, like some crate, like eight, nine million people, but like seven yeah. million people ski. Yeah, like that's that, a that's, ton of skiers. That's crazy. Yeah, because like I don't know what it is. What was the U.S. Uh, f- for skiers? Yeah, I have no idea, but it's not. It's it's nowhere near that. Well, yeah, um, I mean, but 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 like we have a bunch three, of pop. We, uh, half of our population lives in places you can't ski. Yeah, I guess my point is, is that more we're three hundred and thirty million people, and obviously the and then for you, the whole country pretty much is our skiers, which is yeah. awesome. Which yeah. is awesome. So so I'm assuming. As ski racing and obviously European football being popular, you got into ski racing first, correct? Yeah. And how does that work? You you basically are like your parents put you into the race program. Pretty much. Go. Yeah. Yeah. And then you start training. Start training. <laughs> how old yeah. were you when you started uh, training? Like two years old or something okay. like that. Like I can't even remember when I started skiing. And yeah, I was racing for close to ten years maybe, and then at some point I got tired of it and started. Okay. Yeah, started doing back. some cool shit. Yeah. Did you, did you have stuff? like, w- was there anyone kind of like pushing you to go free skiing or pushing you to go racing? Because I mean, because I feel like you have to have some kind of influence to do one or the yeah, other. Yeah, maybe not pushing because it was just a normal thing to be racing. But then uh, my brother Cree would be free skiing already. There you go. And I always wanted to do what he was yeah, doing. Totally. You know, it looked so cool, so I had to get into it and. 
super stoked. Yeah. Super stoked. So, so you saw your brother, and essentially, you're like, I don't want to do this race shit anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to go jump off some stuff. He put, yeah, he put me on. <laughs> what yeah. was the first pair of free skis you, that you owned? Vocal Expression. Okay. Oh, yeah. nice. With a crazy red, gray um, top sheet with some uh, stone face and a yellow base. Okay. Weird shape, the twin tip. Yeah. It was sick. I still got those keys in my basement. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Hold on to those. I will. Um, sure. So so that set you kind of on the vocal path, or was it just like, I just had those, and then it just one thing led to another? and, and Pretty much. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. So how did that start with vocal, how, your partnership with them? Um, That started some 10 years ago, okay. I think. But my first, first ski sponsor that I would have was... Uh, Blizzard skis. Okay. And then I was on Korab skis. And then in 2012 or something like that, I got on Vocal. And yeah. So what were you, what were you, so what were you skiing on like Answers, Bodaciouses? What, what were they giving you? Or Blizzard? On uh, yeah, Blizzard was Answers. The answer, yeah, yeah. Because they would only do a handful of free skis, like not. Yeah, they didn't have like a huge stuff. collection at the time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's kind of tough. Cool. Yeah, I remember that ski. We were actually we were just talking about that in another podcast, but that ski was cool. Yeah. That, that name, the name is really cool. Yeah. I, I'm surprised they haven't brought that name back. Mm-hmm. Like you could do answer. I, I've said this so many times. I'm gonna say it until they do it. it. You can do like answer 99, answer 109. Like make a family out of it. But that's a really? sick name for a ski. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, dude, I, I'm still just gassed up on that movie last night. Your segment was dope. Thank you. That was a good time. The premiere was sick. Was it? Yeah, they packed it out. Um. Uh, we went to the after party in the foundation room. Only criticism is the DJ wasn't as good as last year. That's the only thing I would change. Uh-huh. But uh, it was still a good vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I wanted to go, but I couldn't make it work. Yeah. My wife is traveling for work, so I had I have some childcare duties. You know, those pesky mm-hmm. kids stuck mm-hmm. at home. So, but uh, six and two. Your segment was dope. Thank the, you. Um, the heli skiing in BC. Where was that? Um, that was in Blue River at Mike Wiggly's. Hell yeah. Yeah. So sick. Um, is that your, is that your first experience around a helicopter? Um, not the first, I mean the first proper experience, I would say. Yeah. yeah. I've had like one drop before, um, somewhere in Europe and yeah, first time proper. Yeah. Wow. Cause unbelievable I, how sick it is. It's, it's heli skiing is, is insane. Best. Yeah. Wow. It, it's, a. Uh, because it's, it's not necessarily like a thing, right? I mean, you, correct me if I'm wrong, in Europe, right? It's, it's not as pot popular, no? No, not as much. Yeah. They do it in some places, but not really. seems like lots of the Austrians that are into heli skiing go to Canada and start their operation. Got That's it. how Wiggly did it back in the days, I think. Got it. Yeah. He was from Austria. For I mean, because sure. also, too, like, your lift service stuff is pretty gnarly in Europe, right? There's a lot yeah. of, there's lifts that go, like, way beyond where they do in yeah. North America. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it was dope how they showed like the retro shots from uh, back in the day for every to kind of compliment every segment. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, man. The movie was sick. Dope soundtrack. Um, my, my, I'm still thinking about the helicopter because it, it you, like your face lit up when he when when you said it because it literally is like one of the coolest 
things yeah. that you can do skiing like and, and it's like obviously such a privilege to say that you have done it mm-hmm. but like even like my experience with it too i felt the exact same way where you literally are just like you can't believe you're even doing it yeah you know you're like getting out of a helicopter yeah, and it like so takes exciting. off and you're just like sitting there you're like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> like Dude. this is crazy and everything is so quick you know like you're sitting there you look up on some peak and then next thing you know you're up there already yeah ready to go and wow it was crazy to see how far you could go because back home we would tour a lot and yeah. hike. I mean, we used the lifts, but then you would use the lift and then combine it with hiking and all that and everything. I don't know. It takes a lot of time to get to, it seems like. And with the heli, you're just right there. Well, yeah, but time and energy, you know, and energy too. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we have to plan our, our day. Like, our, this is where we're going to ski. This is where we're going to go. And like what it takes to do that. And Definitely. then someone shows up with a machine that flies in the air and you're like, yeah, we can do this 10 times. It's crazy. It's crazy. The, the, uh, the, the, the helipod that we had last time I went was, was pretty badass. It was like a Russian dude. And so like every time he would drop us, he would like do like a loop and like, he would like, you know, he's like, Hey, I'll, I'll you guys can get a photo. So he would drop us somewhere and then he would loop back across like right over us. So we could like see him come right over to the top, you know? And you're like, and you just dip back down to where you're supposed to ski. It felt like I was, I felt like I was like in a James Bond movie. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was like, right. dude, we're going to go fucking kill some people right now. This is sick. Well, <laughs> where, uh, where are you? Uh, in, in um, Pacific Northwest, huh. um, and in a, it, the operation is called, gosh, North Cascade Heli. Uh huh. Right? I, am, I, am I getting that right? No, yeah, North that Cascade sounds Heli? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the place was sweet. It, it's in. It's it's like about six ish hour drive outside Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of freaking nowhere, a place called Mazama, Mazama, Washington. Uh-huh. Um, and the last the last time that we went. Um, it was pretty cool because it was the end of their season. So we were the last day, last group, and K2 um, actually sponsors the the outfit. Uh-huh. So we were there with the K2 guys. So, like, we had – there was no one else. There was no randos. It was just Ski Monster and s- the K2 crew nice. and, and a helicopter. So there was, it was, like, Bluebird Day, no other people. We had it to ourselves. It was kind of one of those, like, magical ski moments mm-hmm. where you're, like – how is this my life? You know, this is wild, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. So was this was this your and is this your first TGR movie? Yeah. And how was and how you know how was that? Like, what's the experience like filming with TGR? How does that how does that go? It was such a sick experience, and it was also so spontaneous the way it happened, because I went to Canada um, only because we had such a bad winter last year in Europe. So yeah. I went to Whistler to see my friend, ABM, shout out. He's the man. He let me crash uh, at his spot. And we were just sledding and touring a bunch. And then I uh, randomly got the email uh, of TGR asking me if I wanted to go on a heli trip with them. Yeah. And I was pretty blown like, away. Let me check that. my like, schedule. <laughs> so you, you what? Just, so you no just got a random email <laughs> me like, do you want to you want to come heli skiing with with yeah. TGR? You're like, is this re- is this real? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. And it was like, oh, it's in two days. So it was super out of the blue. Two days notice. That's it. Yeah, two days notice. Damn. And and you guys had a pretty strong crew out there, man. Yeah, got to uh, ski with uh, McNutt and Alex Armstrong. Yeah. They're both dope. Um, yeah. Dude, and yeah, your your skin was so dialed in that Thank segment, you. man. I Thank also you. just wanted to say, like, dude, I love when 
someone like yourself, you watch them ski and you can tell that like your park background kind of translates really well into those backcountry hits. Like, <laughs> dude, it's just like crazy watching you ski and just like, you'll do like a switch five. Like you're in the park on like Thanks, some man. fucking in the middle of a huge line that that got me so hyped, man. I, I like don't watch ski movies as much as I used to anymore, mm -hmm. but it's just like uh, in that environment, you just get reminded the music's so loud. Like yeah. it's just, yeah, usually it, I, again, it wasn't there, um, but I have been in the past and usually that place gets pretty, it, get, it gets pretty full. It gets pretty hyped during the movie Yeah, compared to other venues that I've been to. But I mean, I'm not sure if, if, if it was last night or not. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Was it nice? Such yeah. a sick venue. It is. Wow, and, it, and people usually bring good energy there. It's usually loud. Mm -hmm. um, people are always usually ho hooting and hollering at, at, at that. I mean, the House of Blues is sick. It's a sick For place sure. to have a to have a. Uh, and it's dope. Here. They have it. I mean, so House of Blues is a um, pretty big concert venue. So like some some big acts, like pretty yeah. big names, come through there, and it's just like it's kind of a staple of Boston. So it's really cool to see like such a significant location be intertwined with ski culture mm -hmm. it reminds you that like everybody there's a lot of hype around skiing around here and just like i mean seeing the amount of people there and then just like the reaction mm -hmm. and how excited people are there uh gets me hyped but let's go back to your skiing uh what was your favorite uh shot from your segment my favorite shot this segment um was maybe the big three. Big three? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I was super stoked on that. And um, this line by the end, you know, the, it has the another three in it. Yeah, yeah. Pretty stoked on this one, too. And, yeah. Just blown away in general that I uh, got put on this trip. Yeah, did anything? Movie uh, and now I'm here in Boston talking <laughs> to you. That's so guys. funny, it's dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I'm, your first time doing it, though. I mean, was it what you expected? Like when you got there, when they're like, "Hey, this is this is what we're expecting you guys to do. We're gonna ski this," or was it something completely different than than you imagined? Like during mm, your time filming? No, um, I just remember that I put a lot of pressure on myself. Yeah, in a way, you know, because I uh, really didn't want to blow it. Right. I was like, I need to deliver, you know, like I don't want to get put on this amazing trip and then uh, end up not getting any shots, you know, so right. I was pretty nervous. Which is always the fear, say. right? Yeah. You, yeah, because it happens. You, it happens, like, yeah. A couple bad days in a row and you don't get a shot, that happens from time to time, you know. And luckily, that wasn't the case. And yeah, it was just insane because we had such uh, luck with the weather too. Yeah. Or sunny days in a row. It's awesome. Which is it's unheard of. of. Yeah. Unheard of. Especially when you're trying to get shots. Yeah. Usually it's the opposite. And then you leave yeah. and it's sunny, you know? You're yeah. like, God damn. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So So your first time in a helicopter. I mean yeah, first time heli skiing. Proper. Obviously. Proper. Proper. Prop. Pun intended. Oh, that's yeah, a helicopter yeah, pun yeah um, garrett's a comedian uh, well, <laughs> oh, as you can see no i'm kidding he does like oh seriously he does stand up like in the city like oh four nights no, a week. yeah no. yeah uh, actually yeah yeah no for real yeah no yeah it's, it's he's he's, it the, he's is not true oh. um but threw him off <laughs> yeah it threw me off uh so what what was the biggest uh did anything uh what was the biggest surprise like what while you're shooting this segment because like obviously there that's first time properly heli heli skiing 
and then like you also have to film a, a segment so like you have to ski well and yeah. uh there's a lot of pressure there was did anything like was anything a big surprise to you while shooting um no the biggest surprise to me was um how uh much we could slip in okay like yeah you could sleep in you know because uh um i don't know when we were sledding we would get up at i don't know 4 30 just to be at the trailhead yeah, at a time, yeah. and then it's just such long days with the heli you have breakfast at eight and get picked up by 8 30 right. or something and then yeah we were already there and yeah oh yeah just just from the from the amount of time that you're actually yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah you're like oh we don't really ha we don't have to boogie early because we're going to be there in 10 seconds we have a yeah. helicopter <laughs> to take helicopter us there. outside uh, <laughs> it's true yeah i guess i didn't really yeah because usually if you want to get something in your ski touring or you're using a, a, a another a snowmobile like it's it's a long morning mm -hmm. so getting out after early makes makes sense yeah that, that's rad was that you said you were using sleds with your buddy is that was that something that's new to you as well or, you, or yeah. You, yeah yeah totally new and it's kind of crazy right it is super so crazy those guys are fucking nuts like yeah. every time i get I, I don't own a sled and every time like so you know we go and you hop on someone else's like mm -hmm. i'm like you know i'm i get nervous dude like they're, yeah. they're ripping and you're like holding on i'm like this is insane it's so crazy and even like for me 60 kilometers an hour i don't know what's that in but it feels so fast for me oh it, it feels so like way fast, too fast man. i'm hauling you know yeah. and the boys yeah. are like yeah. <laughs> yeah no I, i'm yeah. with you and if you and if you're not driving and you're like hey we're gonna go up here we'll drop you off and you're like this yeah. you know and they're like wah, wah, yeah. and you're like you're like Gee, you're your boots you're mm -hmm. like dude if i fall like what the fuck dude yeah. it's scary it's really scary and i only got a little bit of uh riding by myself in mm -hmm. most of the time we'd be doubling you know like when you on the side yeah, yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah that's what yeah. i'm saying like when you're when you're on the side and yeah. you're like you're 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 gripped you know it's so intense it's crazy you really uh i don't know lose a lot of power like i said and then sometimes we'd be towing towing is even crazier the other day i got towed like 20 kilometers and when we started touring my arms were like i could barely get them back down you know yeah. because it was so 20 it, kilometers that's crazy but yeah, behind the sled yeah wow that's wild it's insane dude. snowballs you know like yeah you're like yeah, yeah that's crazy <laughs> crazy man uh such it's a good it's really good it's a good time but i mean those those guys that that do it all the time and obviously they're way more comfortable on the machine yeah. than i am but like i i think saying the same thing here like when i get on it and 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 you as well the machines are so overpowered yeah for what you're just trying to do you're like is this really does this thing really have to be yeah. this this fucking you're like, crazy how is this not the turbo you know? yeah <laughs> like this is insane this is insane yeah and there and someone always like oh yeah yeah you're like well wait, there's, there's way bigger ones you're like why why would you need that like <laughs> i can barely hold on to this thing exactly, <laughs> like you hit it and it's like Whoa. you're like why would you need a, a bigger sled it's <laughs> insane but i guess it's like anything you know like boats or whatever there's all, they're always going to build something that's bigger and badder so you get it but even i i have a i have a, a four-wheeler and i i have like a, a middle of the road one and similar to you i get it up to like 25 miles an hour like in the woods 20 miles an hour and you're like this is already <laughs> yeah. insanely like this is I already should this not is too be fast and then and then i have like they make like four tiers above mine you know you're like why would you need such a bigger machine like you're gonna die more power <laughs> it's crazy yeah. it's crazy 
Real quick, what what's it like? Uh, what's it like skiing with ABM? He's one of the dopest skiers in the world, right? <laughs> Insane. Yeah, he is. It's so sick to be skiing with ABM, and I love how motivated he is uh, yeah. to get shots. Is insane. Like every day in the morning, he baby beauty, baby beauty, baby. Yeah. And he's always pumped to go out and just a great guy to be around. Hell yeah. So stoked. Yeah. Uh, also, talk about someone who does everything, right? Yeah. Skis park, yeah. backcountry, urban, all around everything. Um, sick, man. Dude, I got to, we got to talk about that. Uh, I, I didn't. I like saw clips when it happened, but I didn't really make the connection until I saw your uh, highlight on your Insta story. Mm-hmm. The uh, the jump, dude. The oh uh, yeah, the, the jump that you were showing. Rich's roll, Rich's yeah. roll yeah. dude. He That's showed me that yesterday, and I was that like, is "That is insane, insane, dude." One of the coolest jumps I've ever seen. Thank if you. you're listening, go to go to Tom's Instagram right now and look at his uh, first story highlight just to see some of the so most how, I mean, insane how skiing you've ever long seen. Long did that take? Um. About 40 hours of shoveling, oh. like pure shovel time. And it also takes some time to get to the spot and get uh, back from the spot also takes some time. But yeah, pure shoveling, maybe 40 hours. Wow. Do you guinea pig like that. that? Yeah. That's only, that's proper, right? Yeah. It's it's named after you? Yeah. How is that? Um, it's just uh, the spot that is at my home, res- uh, close to my home resort, Kitchenhorn. And... I don't know, I was king past this spot a couple of times and always looked at it and always thought it would be so sick to some time, uh, to one day maybe build something on it. And yeah, how long ago we ended was up that? doing Like how long ago did you start scoping out this spot? Wow, years ago. That's so yeah. sick, man. He's king past it so many times, but it's not so easy to access and everything needs to line up with conditions and safety, of course. So yeah, stoked that we yeah. made it happen. So how'd the first hit go? Success? Yes, yeah, clearing, but I didn't go really big. So yeah, needed more speed. Yeah, and so did you? Did, was everybody already there once you had it built, or like did you hit it and you were like, all right, I got to get all these sick athletes here? No, um, they were planned to be there. Yeah, um, they all got in quite late, I would say. So we were building it. Or some of the crew would be there already and built the jump. And yeah, they came in later. Yeah. Uh, that dub 12 you did over that, how does it feel to do one of the sickest things I've ever seen on skis? <laughs> like, that's that was insane. Man. Yeah. Some of the stuff you guys are throwing off that thing where it was. Uh, so, how, how far off the beaten path is it? Mm. Like, I mean, is it. Is it kind of hidden in plain sight, or or do you have to actually seek out where where that jump was built? No, you have to know where to go. You can't just uh, you can't see it from the lift either. Got it. So, yeah. Interesting. Because I mean, because it, it, I mean, reason why I ask that question is because it it looks so massive. Yeah. That like, how could that <clears throat> just be like somewhere random? You know mm. what I mean? It, it looks like something that you would you would see and be like, holy shit, that's obviously yeah. like a big air or a big something that you could build a jump off mm-hmm. of. Because the, the clearing, I mean, anyways, on, on social, it looks like it's a big, humongous area. Yeah. How big is that gap, you think? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't too big of a gap. I feel like it was more poppy. Yeah. You get, you get, it sends you up in the air. And, yeah. like, obviously the fact that there are mm. rocks involved yeah. make it sick. And just the shape of the jump. 
yeah. was like so. And also the transition from the in yeah, run yeah, onto yeah. the jump was insane. We had to make this catwalk. It was like shoulder high. Yeah. Just to get the in run. Uh, make it a little more mellow. Yeah, because otherwise you just to compress. G out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, really, really sick looking looking jump. Um, w- was it drone footage? Was there a drone? Drones and normal cameras and yeah, Flex of Steel production. Cool. Okay, so I was gonna say, who was that like supported by, sponsored by? A, yeah, um, um, my sponsors Volker and Kitschdenhorn, and Marka um, chimed in for this one and made it happen, and yeah, Flex of Steel is just crushing it with absolutely the as they stuff. have been for the last 15 20 years yeah. right like or maybe not that long but um 10 years at least yeah. yeah they um i'm stoked to see they're still around are they still doing an annual film yeah sort of i mean they always do projects and it's just sometimes these projects take longer you know and then they would uh do stuff with like Matt Ryder or the whole team and yeah they, they're still doing it and yeah we also have something planned for next year so let's go yeah. we'll keep an eye out for that sweet so what's what's next year look like for you you're, you're going back after this and then what's your schedule like you have are you filming with tgr again do you have other th- other projects that lined up what, mm. what's going on so after i go back i will ski my home resort kitchen horn a lot and then i have to make some plans uh, where to go, but it always depends on where the snow is. And yeah, I was thinking of maybe going to Jackson pretty yeah. early in the season. Have you been okay. to ski? Not to ski, only yeah. for the premiere. Yeah, I definitely want to see it with snow and ski with those guys. Um, yeah, get some filming in with TGR. Yeah. Nice, awesome. Yeah, I mean, if you've never skied there, dude, you're, you you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Jimmy Ryan. Did, is he, was he in the movie? I don't. Th- I don't know if he was. Uh, I I don't know. You, was Jimmy Ryan in the movie this year? I this is no, like no, lack no. of preparation. I was. No, it's, like all, it's all. I didn't all see the movie, the so I'm asking. Anyway, he he's been on, he's been on our podcast. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. He skis for vocal. Yes. And he he he's out of Jackson Hole, so he's, that's which is why I asked. He's a he's a charger. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He 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 rips. He, we ski last year when we were. Because he obviously lives there. Last year, we, we took a couple laps with him when we were there for free skier for the magazine test. Nice. And uh, it was obviously fun ripping around with him on, on the resort. Like, a, he's a sicko. Yeah. Um, but the reason I asked that is because he lives there. And so if he, he, he has filmed with TJR in the past. I haven't seen the movie this year. But um, be a good person to link up with for sure. I'm not sure if you know him. When, yeah. you, uh, when you go home, are you, uh, when you're at your home resort, are you mostly... Like, what are you skiing? Skiing park, going into the backcountry? Um, it depends on the day. Because um, I know your home park is sick. Yeah, the park is sick. Insta clips. Also, the, f- the free riding is pretty good, too. Yeah. And, yeah, if it's good snow in the backcountry, I will ski power all day. And then sometimes I would also um, free ride in the morning and then walk to my park skis and go ski some park that's a dream yeah right there yeah i i, I mean i was there but it was june so it was mm-hmm. like very limited obviously where you could go yeah you could come in winter i know i know I, i'm trying to think of like the parking lot obviously you're gonna know exactly where it is if i if i can figure this out but like with the parking lot where we parked 
it, I, there's obviously other ways to get up there, but a lot of the, the terrain under the lift looked like it could potentially be skiable. But obviously when I was there, it was, it was all mm -hmm. melted. Um, it was in June. Um, cause we basically took a lift up and then got to like, uh, kind of like a center zone, mm -hmm. which was like, you know, like ski shop, like big lodge, big lodge. Yeah. Alpine then center is what they call that, it. That's, yeah. yeah. And then we took another lift up. Yeah. Um, and then skied off that. But when we got up to Alpine, even the Alpine center, like there was no snow. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think where, like, I, I'm not going to. The park is a little above Alpine center. Okay. So yeah. But in, in summer, it looks like you wouldn't even. Be able to doesn't even look like that. exactly because yeah, like when we first got there, like cliffs, yeah. and then what I said earlier, I'm like, where like there's no snow here, yeah. Uh, because even when you get to that center point where you obviously you could tell it's a ski resort, mm -hmm. there's still nothing there, and you yeah. have to just keep going up, you know, which was cool, which made it seem insanely vast, mm -hmm. all things considered, because you're like, if this is all skiable in the winter, like holy shit, because yeah. even where we got to is still like massive area, yeah, um, in the middle of June, you know, yeah. which was which is kind of rad, yeah. Really rad. And so it's got so many options on the side too, you know, where you can ski into the valley and all that. It's just right. Amazing. Yeah, the, the underneath that lift had to be skiable. I mean, it had to be. Uh, obviously, there's going to be some points where you're like, well, that's pretty gnarly. But I, I can't imagine people, like, by it not being a skiable situation. Um, and do you live, like, in that town currently? Is that where you live? Yeah. Nice. Or maybe the next town over, so Nidansil. Okay. Nidansil is, yeah, my hometown. Got it. Best. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> it is the best. In, in terms of, like, ski resorts in Austria, um, like, where does Kipsteinhorn Falls in terms of, like, size? Is, is it pretty average, or is it or is it bigger than most? It's bigger than most, I would say. Okay. And definitely one of the best resorts in Austria. Okay. Best, in my opinion. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad you said that. It's the only one I've been to in Austria, so mm -hmm. that, that's it's my only my only bar for excellence i guess would be kishanhorn yeah which is cool uh well we've stopped and like in our uh, austria travels and like stopped near ski resorts and you know but i've never the only one i skied was, was there mm -hmm. for sure yeah well you got to make some plans then to come to to uh to um um jackson because mm -hmm. if you never skied it yeah and you you have kind of like a it sounds like your schedule right now for the winters mm -hmm. it's fairly open you should definitely mark jackson down gotta go what's cool what's really cool even like for your average skier like myself what's cool about it is that the backcountry access is so accessible yeah it's it's right like there it's right there it's like right there you know so like a lot a lot of times even for even if you're experienced like it can be a little bit intimidating you know mm -hmm. like what like where am i supposed to go i don't really know where i am i get to be with someone that knows where they're going obviously you have all your gear right but it still feels even as a seasoned skier right it still feels it, it intimidating like you're kind yeah. of you're hesitant at jackson which is all the gates are marked you know and like if you do a couple laps once you're like oh i know where we are i know how to get back and so you can ski the backcountry so easily as an average skier as long as you know where you're going there it, it, it makes it super fun because then you're back to the lift mm -hmm. which is like pretty rare in a lot in a lot of ski resorts you yeah. you you have to like hike back skin back get a ride back where jackson if you do it right most of the time you're back on the resort, sick. which is super sick. So, so you're like, sick. you're like, wow, we're out here. And then, you know, at the end of the lap, you're like on a groomer, you know, you're like, holy shit, how do we get back here? You Dude, know, I'm getting pumped to go to check. It's pretty sweet. So even for him, like we give him crap for breaking his ankle, but how's that deserved? Really? He did. Uh, 
he did. We were we were not on the resort. Like we were we were out there, mm-hmm. and he skied all the way back on one ski. Wow, dude, Kai breaking his Crazy. legs out there made mine look like uh, <laughs> a walk in the park. Wait, what happened? Who, who Kai Jones was similar. He was skiing off the tram at Jackson, um, and broke both his legs. And obviously, you can't ski out on. This is Benali crash. Oh, so yeah, he's gnarly. recovering right now, and. Oh, yeah. he's looking it's pretty strong already, and it's good. Consistent, that's crazy, which is awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a terrible injury, but thank God it wasn't worse, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, his injury. First of all, he had two broken bones and Oof. legs. Mine was just a broken ankle, but kind of reminded me of the same thing. It's like we we're out in the back country, pretty far off the resort. I jumped off something stupid. It looks stupid. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but here we are. And I just like, I was just like, oh, dude, that is not. But to, to, his, to his credit, like, you know, I, I, I was obviously, you're always nervous when someone injures himself. You know, duh. Like, you're in, and you put yourself in a pretty tough spot, especially when you're out skiing, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, like, I don't know how we're going to get him back, you know? And Garrett skied the whole way on, on one ski. All uh, we we were not close, oh. and it was pretty. Like I was, I was impressed, yeah. and I was like, "Dude, warrior, warrior!" Yeah, it was wild. Well, like I just like was running through all the options in my head, and I'm like, "All right, I'm definitely not. They're not sending a heli out here for this. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. it, like I don't, I don't know how we're gonna get ski patrol out here. I don't know how we're gonna get a sled out here. I like, I just in my head, I was like." The, the vision of a heli coming out was in my head. And I was like, <laughs> well, that'll be about $75,000. So <laughs> I'm skiing. <laughs> Regardless, it was, it was impressive. Um, so we just won't do that this year. Well, no, I was just telling him, I, I know you were distracted with somehow with the camera, but I was telling him the cool thing about Jackson because he's, ne- he's never, he's going to go to shops. Yeah, it's all, it's really accessible. Very it's, it's accessible. Very gnarly, or like the amount of stuff we came across that was just like, you know, it's a short traverse away from the top of the tram that was like, it looked like nobody had been there. And in, in or you just hike, or you get to a spot and you're <laughs> like, so it's, much like it's like a 20 minute uh-huh. hike, like not even. And then you're like, no one's even skied here in like X amount of days, you know? And it's literally, you can just go from the resort, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, Jackson's vibes pretty unmatched. The town is sweet. Too. Uh, yeah. where, where was the where was the the premiere there? Um, it was in the cinema. Okay, like in okay. Teton Village. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know where that is. I wasn't sure if they if they like rented out like a like a like a venue space or whatever. So they just did it like in that old cinema. Yeah, cool. All right, yeah. that's a good spot. The reason I bring it up is because if you, it, I'm not sure how much time you guys were there, if it was just in and out. But the, the the obviously the town of Jackson is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's just pretty sweet. There's yeah. a bunch of like awesome restaurants and then you know funny old like western bars and stuff. It's 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 fun. Yeah. It's it's a good time. Felt like the Wild West. It do, it does right. Yeah. yeah, it does feel like the Wild West. Still, it still feels that way. I I've, that million dollar cowboy bar. That's what, like we. I mean, everyone goes there when you go to Jackson. So like mm-hmm. that's like our first stop. We go because we go to free skier every year. So like, we go, we land, we get a coffee. 
and then we go to the cowboy bar like immediately. It's like our it's our tradition at this point. Yeah, it's twelve beers in an hour. Yeah, no. then, <laughs> then go to our hotel. <laughs> uh, they all, all the bar seats are are saddles. I don't know. If you, you, I'm, I'm assuming you didn't go. You guys didn't go in there. I don't think so. Yeah, so along the bar, it's all like you sit on a saddle. <laughs> it's sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's and one it's of the coolest bars I've ever you're been like, to. You're like, yeah. you know, you're like, all right, I'll take a Miller Lite. <laughs> I'm an American. <laughs> it feels it feels very interesting, but it's one of the coolest bars I've ever been to. Uh, but yeah, Jackson's sweet. And I know Kitchen Horn is your resort. Covered that immensely. Um, but in, when you are in Europe, is there any other place that you like to go? Do you, do you do you ski France, Italy? Do you bounce around, or are you pretty much just stay in Austria? Um, bouncing around, yeah, because it's uh, sometimes it's nice to just follow the snow. Mm -hmm. Everything is kind of close because it's so small. So we would sometimes drive to Switzerland, France, or ski some other places in Austria. Alberg, mm. sweet, yeah. We, on that same trip where we were in Mittersill, um, we drove south to go to uh, uh, the headquarters um, for the Technica group. Mm -hmm. And we drove, we did the drive basically from Austria down to Italy. Mm -hmm. And we drove through the Dolomites. Yeah. I mean, insane. Yeah. I, I, insane. Like, I mean, those, those the mountain range is just like, it's, it's hard to describe when you're like driving through it. And in mm -hmm. the summertime, in like Bluebird Day, it was it was really wild. And then we drove through Cortina, which I you know it was summer, so we didn't ski. But like that, from like a resort standpoint, that felt very like pretty badass. Like it was it was yeah. very like Western resort style town, like mm -hmm. with the ski area with the mountains. Like that that place looked looked sweet. And then you know when we we're there, they're like, oh, the Olympics are gonna be here. I'm like, this place this is perfect. Yeah, this is like a perfect place to have that. Yeah. Or it felt Sick like that place. anyways. I mean, just from a picturesque standpoint, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So that, that was pretty cool. But I unfortunately, I didn't get to ski. We just kind of drove through. But the Dolomites were, were, were rad, for sure. For sure. Got anything else, Garrett? I want to ask you about... Um, I just... Uh, what, what? I don't even know if it still happens, but you've been to Audi 9s a few times, right? Yeah. How's that event? Let's see. Uh, got it's any good stories or... or uh, it's, uh, it's such a sick event. Yeah. They always have the most uh, insane um, features and obstacles. And yeah. where does that take place? It's always in a different location. Okay. They basically build a castle yeah. and then build like jumps and yeah. like insane jumps and, and hips and rails. And, and then back know. in the days, it used to be nine nights. Yeah. And then they changed it to nines. Okay. Now it's Swatch nines, I think. Got and it. Oh, I yeah. thought it was Audi. But, uh, yeah. I think they did a loop one year. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I was there the for the nights. loop. Did you do the yeah, loop? Yeah, it was gnarly, man. <laughs> it was crazy. Dude, it never, I will say, I've seen a few ski loops in the day. I, I can't remember the ski, one of those old ski movies, old MSP or Poor Boys movies had a loop, I think. Mm -hmm. And then the Audi one. It was crazy. It never, it never yeah. looks as smooth as you, you it, think it could. Can you show it to me? Can you bring it, like, what does it look like? I can pull it up Pull on it up real quick. I want to yeah. see it. All right. Like what? So like a full Crazy. like you ski like a snow looping, and skiing it forwards w would be uh, crazy already. And then yes, but it is switch. That's so sick, man! Wow. And it just it, does it go to anything, or you you just complete it? You complete it. You just yeah, loop and then keep going. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That's it? To do this backwards is unbelievable. Jesus. That is insane. (laughs) That's insane. Hold on. Show me. I need to see someone else do it. That that doesn't compute in my head. Double ad, dude. Right, let's see this. Okay. Well, we don't have to go for eight minutes. I just want to let's go. To, oh. Where's the loop, dude? Right, right, right. Let's see it. (laughs) (laughs) The clickbait. Okay. That's so psycho. So, was this the year you were there? 2018? Yeah. Nice. Homer Simpson. Um, Dude, so whose I, idea was this? Um, it was either Nico's or one of the writers. Nico Tatek is always um, uh, super creative. Is, is he the, the one ideas. who designs the parks? Yeah, he's make, uh, he runs the event. Okay. And yeah, tends to have writers come up with these crazy ideas. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have all these people standing around watching you guys. Like, like look right, at these psychos. This is not I, it. I'm sorry. I I just yeah I just wanted to see the loop, but maybe it's by the end. He's got an outro. Um, oh, the drop in! Oh, the drop in! That too. is crazy. Yeah, like hammers. Oh, <laughs> are they letting anybody do that? Just the riders from okay. the event. I was going to say, because it, it just looked like a bunch of people standing up there. Yeah. No. I was like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. They should not let people do that. All right. Here we got the loop coming in. Okay. I like this, dude. This is the first time we've ever watched a video on the podcast. Let's see this. All right. So that's just a nice dub time. Okay. Who's uh who's your favorite skier in the game right now? Tanner Hall. Tanner Hall? I mean he's the GOAT, but like what what about uh for like young up and comers? Oh, there it is. I mean that is it that is so psycho. Here we go. Look at that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh that is incredible. That is crazy. Sick. And you you did it? Yeah. First shy? No. What happened? No, kinda, dude, I, I feel I like it's it all, first. you either get it or you <laughs> die. <laughs> I kept going into the wall to the right. Okay. For some reason, so you know, in, and you then would then catch an edge. And and catch and then catch okay. And then once I got it, I was done with it. I was like, whatever. Done. It, and, um, yeah. I don't have to do it. Anymore. I mean, that's kind of sick. You can say you did it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So T Hall is your favorite of all time, yeah, hell yeah, he's such a beast. Mm-hmm. It's crazy it. that he's still doing it, you know, yep. in such a 
I mean, way too. Not know. only at his, age, I mean, he's like 38, 40 years old or something. He's 40 now. He's 40 years old and has dealt with worse injuries than anyone. Dude. And he's still skiing he's street. Still you know, ripping everything. Learning tricks and yeah. doing stuff that no one has done. And that's just right. You think he's accomplished so much, yeah. but like it's so sick to see him be like, I want to learn a dub, yeah. ten, a switch dub 10. Is he still like so a couple hungry? years ago, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that era of them at x games was like it was probably one of the coolest yeah eras in in freestyle skiing yeah you know when when tanner dumont. was at like the peak of his x games powers you know yeah. watching that on tv like him and simon dumont and all those guys like thrown down in the half pipe and on slope style like that was that was must see tv dude mm -hmm. you're a fan of pipe skiing um i watch it yeah sometimes it's exciting yeah. Yeah. it's still exciting but like back in the day like the Tanner versus Simon. Tanner versus Simon. That was, was like it was awesome. Insane. Man, it was, it was awesome. Going back and forth. I, I I would love to see it get to a place like that, which like some of the events, if you really dial in and pay attention, it is intense. Yeah. Uh, and there are some of the best skiers in the world. They're pipe skiers right mm -hmm. now. Alex Ferreira. Alex Ferreira. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But like uh, just best. that that time just felt different though. It just felt like more. There was more eyeballs on it for sure. You know. Sure. Everyone there had their own definitely pro, more excitement. They had their pro, own pro model Oakley uh, goggles. Yeah. They had pro model kits. You know, they had pro model boots, mm. and like, then they were compete. Then there was a circle of them competing against each other, like on national TV. I, like X Games was like a you watched X Games. You know, it was I don't know. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just old. But it felt like that at that time. Like it was just yeah. It was, I, it was because it was more uh, new. It was new, yeah. And like it was like it was an exciting think, thing to yeah. get. Yeah. Into, you know? I think the unfortunate thing for half pipe is the the progression. It, it's not possible for it to go as fast just because it's a little more limited. There's a higher ceiling. You know, you can only do so much. You can get twenty five. So risky. 20. Right. It's so dangerous, man. Um, I mean, it's insane. It's literally insane. Yeah. But it, I love it, man. Like a good pipe run is as sweet as anything mm -hmm. on skis, man. Like good style, um, good tricks, grabs, all that stuff. But yeah, amplitude as X Games goes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> amplitude. Um, but uh, well, sweet man. I mean, we're 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 over an hour. Yeah, we try to keep it right at an hour, so it's very listenable. You know. Yes. Yeah. So I think I feel like anything over that. Unless you're Joe Rogan, no one's listening. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> at an hour is good. <laughs> yeah. um, and stoked that you're here. Stoked that you had a good experience in Boston. Thanks for um, having me. Yeah, man. I mean, hopefully you can land some more shit next year, so you'll be back again. Hope so too. <laughs> second, second tour, a second TGR movie mm -hmm. tour lap back to Boston. So, uh, and you guys, like you said, are you guys are getting on a train today? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Are you flying out of here? You're staying. You're you have one more night, right? Oh yeah, they're going back to New York. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. Do you have any? You guys hit any good restaurants like the, when you were there last last time kicking around? Do you remember? The, the restaurants in New York are just the best. Yeah. There's so many good ones. Beyond sushi. Beyond sushi. Solace. So good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, that city. I mean, it does. It has the best restaurants. In the mm -hmm. world. It's it, it's wild. Yeah. Every time you go there, like you can like pick three different different places in the time before, and you're and you're like, yeah. this is an incredible experience. The, the culinary experience in New York City is wild. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they cater to that. My wife's a vegetarian too, so like same thing. Like you can always find awesome places. Mm. 
which is great. Um, yeah. Well, you guys hop on a train, head back to New York, safe travels across the pond. Thank you. Stoked you're here. Yeah. And uh, thanks for doing me. this. Yeah. All right. We're at the